0: This time on Slaughterhouse Princess, Pet Cemetery, iconic terror from the number one best-selling writer.
1: Even from over my house, you look unprepared.
0: Welcome to Slaughterhouse Princess. I'm Chris.
2: I'm Hot Atlanta, and I'm Troy.
0: And we watch Pet <laughs> Cemetery. Pens, uh, the
2: original version.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> the old nineteen eighty nine er. It's a good year. I was ten.
2: Yes. It had Denise Crosby in it, which made me want to watch Star Trek Next Generation.
0: Yeah, boy, she got done dirty.
2: Yeah. Well, I think she she I think she left the show expecting to have a movie career and then didn't have a movie career. But it also had Dale Midkiff in it, which made me want to watch Time Tracks, where he would shoot time uh time criminals with like a, a bolt of light and then they would get sucked back to the to their time they came from. That's how I'd do it. That's what they get. And they had Miko Hughes in it, which made me want to watch Kindergarten Cop.
0: I wanted to watch the Munsters.
2: Yeah, or what about Car 54? Where are you? Yeah. I also want
1: the Munsters.
2: Actually, the weird thing is watching Fred Gwynn made me want to watch MASH the movie, even though he's not in it, but for some reason it made me want to watch MASH the movie.
0: That is weird. (laughs) It sure makes me want to watch unrelated media.
2: Exactly. I was like, I don't don't know why his face makes me want to watch MASH, but I really want to watch MASH. Interested in this other non-related thing. So we did this uh, at the request of Squid the First, because Mm -hmm. he wanted us to watch both Pet Cemetery movies and then compare them.
1: Not the second, not the third, but the first and original squid.
2: Correct. The original one, if you will. Original, that's the word of the week. Yep. I like it. Yup.
0: Yeah. So uh, a lot of this will sound similar, you know.
1: Get out of here. Why? Uh-
0: Explain Why? Because this is very similar, you know, like like this in mash.
2: yes, almost the same story.
1: <laughs> Thank you. That was loud and to the point. <laughs> oh, these are so bad. I can't wait to do a regular fucking podcast. <laughs> 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 oh, sometimes you just gotta laugh at it. Yep. go ahead bitch, read your book or try to, get out a word or two edgewise, maybe
2: Potentially. just try
1: to say it all just try to shut up for a second just try to say it all as loud and fast as possible, you'll have the best odds of getting words on
2: tape <laughs> yes, because that's what you do, is record all these on tape yeah. and then convert them to digital
0: oh, analog, yeah, maybe we them on tape and we send them
1: off
2: on pigeons well, first we cut a vinyl, ep- a vinyl disc for every episode.
0: Cut a pigeon. Yeah, I converted from wax cylinder <laughs> to vinyl
2: uh, to
0: eight track, and then to the cassette.
1: Back to vinyl.
2: Yeah, that's and then a I'm mini disc dropped so much because Chris has Chris has been compressing and decompressing her audio so it, many it, times. Laser it disc down to a mp3 I prefer uh, .og thank you very much off the dog yes and what so, so this movie Chris
0: well we uh, we start off with the family moving and into the house be- in Maine
2: John Amplis mm-hmm yes John Amplis
0: they meet up with uh, good old Jed
2: uh, Judd. Uh, Judd Gump Judd the stud Yeah Because I, I realized early on in this movie That uh, Judd and Forrest Gump Have almost the same
0: accent
1: It's because their are kin, dog This is Pappy, bro Yeah
0: Oh, you said kin I thought you said Ken.
1: I said kin, dummy I'm gonna i want to punch you in the face
2: I thought he said tin and I was really confused
1: I can't wait to get over to your house and catch up on face punches. I see you got electric bread over there.
0: Yeah, it smells less bad. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> uh, so uh, you know, same same story.
2: Well, Ellie goes. Ellie gets on a tire swing and swings on it until her fat ass breaks it. Yep. And <laughs> she was
1: pretty, she sure was a fat child, I guess. I don't remember that part, but.
2: <laughs> well, I mean, she broke the rope. So, I mean, she's got to be like packing some, I don't know, lead in her pockets or something. Yeah, but that rope could have been a thousand years old, too. I don't know. But there was a path that she saw down into the woods.
0: Yep. So they head up to the uh, pet cemetery, spelled incorrectly, like you do. Three. The pet, see, the pet semen, Terry? Yes.
2: yes.
1: That's gross even for me. That's pretty good, dude.
0: That's I where pets know. go to learn how to be preachers.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's, where, no, that's where pets go to come across the couch.
2: <laughs> and, uh, um, or so when they lick it up afterwards. Gross. <laughs> I said that was the worst part.
0: Still... I mean, better than you having to clean it up, I guess.
2: Yeah, probably. Me specifically?
0: Yes, you specifically. <laughs> I know all about your side hustle. Shut up. <laughs>
2: uh, yeah, the next indie oh. movie, next indie movie script I write is gonna be about pet semen cleaner, a uh, pet semen cleanup crew. Pet semen Terry.
0: <laughs> Is it about a guy named Terry?
1: Yeah. <laughs> you know that's just. Hi, yes, I'm, I'm Pump.
0: Hi, I'm Pet Cemetery, founder and CEO uh, uh, of Pet uh, uh, Cemetery Inc.
1: That's the only reasonable reason something would be called that if that was somebody's namesake. Read your book, for eyes.
0: So uh, you know, like in the other one, the dad is uh, taking up a job at the local university to be the university doctor.
2: Yep. you, don't um, wanna, you, you, on, don't, boy. you loud don't, as hell. You don't want to ask what's on the other side of the dead fall at the pet cemetery. Mm-hmm. Um, there Biffer was a good sniffer and um, <laughs> Spot was Judd's dog in this movie, where Biffer was the dog in the other movie. I just thought that was a weird, unnecessary change. But that was tripping, dog. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Uh, Chris Church, the cat is Church, the cat. Church is Mm -hmm. the business. Gage is like a little, like three-year-old kid.
1: He's a creepy little monster. Not yet. No, he's always a creepy little monster.
2: Even before he gets creep monsterified. But at least he's, like, takes direction as an actor better than the one in the the remake
1: did. <laughs> his, uh, his, the other one, they just used cattle
2: prods. Yeah.
1: Charge yeah. Church cat!
2: But, so, like, his first day on the job... Pascal comes in with a a, uh, massive head wound. Massive head wound, Harry? Yes. My favorite part of that skit is when the dog starts eating the the prosthetic. That's always (laughs) the best part.
1: like what does a dog eat brains?
2: (laughs) I don't care who you are. and he like just dies right there on the table before they can even really help him and then yeah, he has a, little, has a little chat with the doctor and says you know since you tried to help me out i'm going to help you out uh don't
1: cemetery
2: yeah don't go the pet se- don't don't go beyond the the branches in the pet cemetery just yeah. stay in the regular cemetery
1: don't go to the cemetery too it's tripping
2: Yep.
0: Just like Chris. Read your podcast. Uh-huh. And uh, you know, church the cat, he gets his, gets run oh, over. Wonderful,
2: wonderful cat.
0: The uh the family yeah. is gonna head In
2: which other church would it be Damn Knucklehead? I don't know. It could be the real life Winston I've heard Churchill. Heard
1: of I've heard of a meat whistle, but Chris is a chowder whistle.
0: I don't. I don't even know what that means. So I'm not sure how to feel, I feel like about it that. Sounds
2: like something. It sounds like you blow a whistle and someone brings you a bowl of chowder. Which
1: I don't think that's what
2: it is. It sounds bad. It doesn't sound good. No, I'm, I'm going with I blow a whistle and someone brings me chowder, and I want that to happen. Mm, uh, I don't know. As long as it's New Maybe... England chowder. That's a real it's... D-tier superpower. It's chunky. Mm, New England clam chowder. Yum yum yum. It's chunky. Yes. More so than Manhattan-style clam chowder. Chowder whistle. You know, when you want some chowder. (laughs) Yep. Just blow the chowder whistle? (laughs) Get a mouthful of chowder? How
1: many ways can we say dicks in this thing?
0: You know what I mean? It's chunky. (laughs) <laughs> Wait. I'm I just wanna uh, just real quick, are are you implying that chowder <laughs> is slang for dick? I was implying
2: that chowder was slang for semen. Because you blowed the chowder whistle. Chowder whistle was was slang for dick. Right. The whistle, you know, is it got chowder.
0: Good. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> More. The
2: internet even you know doesn't want Brett to talk about this anymore.
1: <laughs> oh, dog. Yeah, the internet's even trying to censor me. They're going to take me down like a mortal technique. So
0: anyway, Chatter it's Whistles tough. notwithstanding, <laughs> the church gets run over.
1: Oh, is there, was it church? The well, cat?
2: He gets, run over, he gets run over sometime after he gets his nuts snipped or yeah. whatever the um, the housekeeper said to the little girl.
1: Is, I got to pay in my stomach. Your husband's a doctor. Your husband's a doctor's. Mm, my stomach hurts. Then she tells
2: not, the kid his balls cut off. Yeah, it must be nice to be married to a doctor. I can't even do her accent. Mama always said it must be nice to be married to a doctor. There we pretty go. Pretty much. I'm telling uh, you, like, it's the, bad the bad only bad. way I can do that accent is to say, Mama always said in front of it. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah. So, oh, yeah. And the lady with the st- the stomach pain. that You know, it goes away. Like it do. No need to look at it. It goes away. Um, it comes back yeah. periodically. So, yeah, after uh, after Church gets fixed, after Judge recommends that you get the cat fixed because it won't wander out into the road that way, it it wanders out into the road and gets hit by a truck.
1: Yeah. <laughs> That's the funniest thing about an animal get- <laughs>
2: getting killed I've ever seen. What? Yeah, it gets, uh, it gets run over by the Orinoco flow truck.
0: Yeah. And, uh... So, uh, good old Judd, he's like, hey, why don't we, yeah. uh, why don't we take him up to the, the pet cemetery and bury him? No.
2: Dementary. But like when, he, when, uh, when the doc, the dad doctor like pulls the, the cat up off the ground and just like makes like a noise and you're just like, oh, <laughs> it's so good. That Sounds like no code type. Yep. It sounds awful peel Yeah. It seems like it was pretty much stuck to the ground. It was peeled it off like a sticker. Mm. Like a bit of fly tape.
0: So they uh they take church to the pet cemetery. It could have
1: been the- worse though, picking up the dead cat. Yeah. I picked up a dead cat once and it fell apart. That was gnarly.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'd say so. <laughs>
1: yep. I didn't know how long it had been outside It was dead under our bushes And I went to pick it up And I picked it up And it literally just fell apart
0: Well, it's that sounds like the bushes' like problem to, to like me
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I just kind of buried it
2: The cat was trying to fertilize those bushes And you fucked it all up, Brett yeah, I'm so sorry
1: that's my fun little anecdote for the for the podcast.
2: Yeah, and then uh, so Judd brings along a shovel and a pickaxe, and then says, catch. "says Oh no, no, we're not going to bury it in this pet cemetery. We're going to go See, over cemetery. We're going to go over the uh over these branches here and oh, this deadfall the woods." And in my mind, whenever I thought about this movie and I watched it, like. It was just like the the Micmac burial ground was just on the other side of those branches, but no, they still have to go on a fucking trek to grandmother's house to to get to the goddamn place to bury anything. Yeah, it's located <laughs> at the local <laughs> rock quarry. Yeah.
0: They uh they head through the deadfall, hike around in the woods, where a not a loon makes a weird noise. Yeah. They bury the cat. Gotta bury your own, etc. and so forth. And uh church comes back the next day and church sucks.
2: Well also um Judd tells dad oh, doctor that's pretty cool. Judd tells dad doctor not to tell anybody about what they did. Because, you know, women they people think that women are, you know, known for keeping secrets, but Chris what about what about men?
0: A man's heart is stony. Yeah, what about men?
2: Yes.
0: yes. I said they it. Said
2: that. I know. I was I was waiting for you to say it because that's like one of your favorite quotes from this movie.
0: That is one of my favorite quotes from this movie. And that in and Christ on his throne, no, is one of my favorite ones. <laughs> uh. Now I want to play with you. Yeah. Uh, so a kid. church comes back and smells bad and sucks. Yeah.
2: The church does smell bad, but I still don't say church sucks. I thought church was pretty cool. Scratches dad doctor on the face.
0: Yeah, brings him dead rat in the bathtub. Yeah, like, he's, yeah.
1: He's trying to be a good cat and bring him a gift.
2: That or he's making rat stew in the bathtub. Maybe he's trying to get into some culinary. Make a little like rat a little rat bone broth? Rattle
0: Yep, rattle
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's what the kids talk about, right? Yeah, that's, that's what, what Ned, all
0: the kids talk that's about. That's what
1: Ned
2: Flanders makes. <laughs> so Oh, I
1: don't know anymore. God bless that loud for no reason.
0: <laughs> what are you talking about? I have no idea. You just scream sometimes.
1: I'm
2: not screaming.
1: Well not this time. I think <laughs> it's the audio is bad.
2: <laughs> yeah. That's what we get for having a socially distant podcast. Thanks, Obama.
0: True words were never spoken. <laughs> at least Probably. not At least not by Trump.
2: <laughs>
0: that uh. is true. Yep. <laughs> doctor Dad heads over to Judd's house and he's like, "Hey, uh, remember how we buried that cat?"
1: <laughs> Dad, Doctor, weren't you
2: listening? No. Yeah.
0: No, I'm so loud, I can't hear or- anything else.
2: Yeah, or you can just call them Time Tracks if you want.
0: So Time You're Tracks sure is like, uh, time. hey Judd, uh, what's the deal with the fucking cat, bro? And he's like, "Oh well, I guess I could have told you originally, but I did that with my dog, and then it went all crazy and shit."
2: And then, like, I like how he's like, "Oh, it died overnight, and then we buried it in the regular pet cemetery." And you're like, "Yeah, I'm sure your dad didn't just take a gun and like put it up, you know, put it down while you were asleep."
0: Yeah, he loaded up the 12 gauge with natural causes, and
2: <laughs> I call my gun natural causes.
0: And that's when uh, he says the Christ on his throne, no, when asked if anybody buried a person there before. Yeah. Which is a, it's real good line delivery. I don't know. I don't know why I like it so much.
2: But I like it. Like, why? No, why would anyone do that? You're like, well, apparently the Micmac Indians did or else it wouldn't be called a Micmac ground now, would it?
0: It's just very specifically their Macs. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Is it
2: similar to Macs? No, they're Big Macs made by Mac Miller. Ah.
0: Uh, and so uh, everything goes Big back to, to normal. Everybody's having a good time. Cat sucks, but life goes on.
2: The cat doesn't suck. Oh, I mean, it's a cat. It's going to suck a little bit no matter what. Yeah. Chris sucks.
0: Because I'm part cat.
2: <laughs> and part chowder whistle.
0: I'm all chowder whistle. I'm chowder whistle all the way down, baby. Gross. <laughs> and
1: part cat.
0: So and then, uh, they're off having a, a lovely family picnic.
2: And they said, let's go fly a kite up to the highest height.
0: Yep, they send it soaring
2: Because they have tuppence for paper and string? Yeah I feel like I'm missing out on something <laughs> It's probably been a while since you've seen Mary Poppins, Brett
1: Yes <laughs> Probably since I was like
2: eight uh, We had to sing that song in chorus in, in elementary school And it's just been stuck in my brain ever since All you know five of them called chorus. Well we had music class I'm sorry Well that sounds right But all we did was sing in music class
0: Mm-hmm Makes <laughs> checks out Yeah That scans
1: What does Electric Brett think of all this Just Sitting there doing fucking nothing
2: It's a good imitation Yeah <laughs> Hey <laughs> That's true. <laughs> uh, yeah, so they're flying the kite, and they give the kite to the three-year-old to fly. Like you who do, promptly drops it and says, "Uh oh!" And then the cat, then the the, the spool of string uh, starts getting dragged towards the road. So the the toddler chases it like a toddler will.
0: Yep. And uh, we all know where this is going. Straight to the Ramones. Yep. He gets re over by a truck.
2: Well, to I'll the tune of walk...
0: Sheena is a punk rocker. Yeah. Which yeah. is what I listen to when I'm going to hit a kid with a truck normally.
2: <laughs> it's on a Spotify list. Yeah. A Spotify playlist. It's songs to hit a kid with. <laughs> with the truck playlist.
0: Yeah, it's just six hours of Sheena is a punk rocker.
2: And occasionally you mix up with... Uh, <laughs> With Don't Fear the Reaper, but. Yeah.
0: But just the cowbell part. Yeah. You gotta have more cowbell. (laughs) So, uh. Gage goes down. Yeah.
1: Damn. Out.
0: Yep. And, uh. Gage, nothing, truck one. They have a funeral for him. Which doesn't go super well.
2: Nope, because, uh... Funeral scene is one of my favorite parts. Because Tasha Yar's dad, uh, like, just starts yelling at and punching and they get, they get time to
1: At their son's funeral, knock over his tiny little coffin.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. And they, that
1: when he sees his tiny little arm. Yeah, and then, so, uh,
0: you know, wild. mustache like guy you know the guy we've been introduced to at any point in this movie until this happens talks him down that like that they're close friends. The yeah it's a kid's funeral but who the hell was that guy though he just is Jumple there. Bob yeah he's just like, Bob. hey nephew boy I mean it seems like he was just Picking on the wrong guy though. That I don't blame the dad in that situation since it was fucking his father in law who lost his goddamn shit.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's like, um, he punched me. Why am I the one getting yelled at? Yeah.
0: Calm down. The way you stood there and tried to not have the situation escalate. Unacceptable. Yep. <laughs> you acting like your dead kid fell out of his coffin. What's the matter with you? <laughs>
1: Have some dignity about yourself.
2: Although Father in Law also has like the world's weirdest painting at the top of his stairs.
1: Isn't that bizarre child that's cradling a loot or some
2: shit. It's got like a like a whip that it's like taming a cat with or something. It's a cat taming whip. Yeah, it's like it's it's like but it's like a little like baby in a suit. It's weird. I and like a it hat. It also has like a top hat. The giant bag piece.
0: So a uh, bad funeral. They go home. Oh, Stephen uh, King
2: for a rock band. But Stephen King uh, delivers the eulogy at the gravesite when they bury him.
0: That's pretty sweet. And uh. Everybody goes home. Wife gets sedated. Because, well, I think she wanted to be. Yeah. She, she only had 24 hours left.
2: Yeah. Right. 24 hours to go. She and, wanted uh, to be.
0: Judd, uh, Judd blames himself. <laughs> and he's all, uh, this is my fault. I never should have showed you that because now it wants more from you. And he yeah. recounts the story of how uh, somebody did it at the end of World War II. Yeah, like, the 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 Batmans,
2: even though it was just spelled Bateman. So, like, Timmy Bateman came back from, or died on his way back from the war. So his dad buried him up there in the Micmac Burial Ground. And they came back, and he was, like, eating some animal's leg that he found, and... Then, like throwing the dad around the house, and so a bunch of the boys, a bunch of the boys get together and just burnt the fucking house down with little Timmy in it, and also the dad because Timmy wouldn't let the dad out of the house.
0: Yeah. Well, in fairness, well, I hit an animal's leg from time to time. Well, Jud did his best. He was like, "Hey, you might want to get out of there. <laughs> I'm gonna burn the whole thing around you, buddy." <laughs>
2: I just cannot do that accent. It's terrible. I don't do it well, but... You do it better than I do.
1: You do it as well as you do anything else. Very true. Fair enough. (laughs) Tell Electric Bread about
2: it. He knows. He knows in all of... He knows it deep down in his duo core.
0: He knows Bleep Bloop. He doesn't know anything. Very good listener. Better than me. Yeah. Yes. He also has so far understood just as many pop culture references as you have. So
1: because I know the only way I know to listen is to try to yell over top of you.
2: That's how listening works.
0: Yeah. So, uh, so,
2: Judd, like, goes, so Judd goes. Jud goes and it's uh, just. Figures out, decides that the dad's gonna try to, to go dig up gauge. So he goes sits down on his porch with a six pack of bud and uh watches the house, has one beer and falls asleep, doesn't get rupied and then wakes up later with an empty six-pack. You was sleeping. Like, apparently, yeah. <laughs> I was like, wait, where did all their beers
1: go? <laughs> He'd wake up throughout the night and want to brew from
2: here to there. Yeah. Meanwhile, the dad goes to the cemetery, digs up Gage.
0: Yeah. Not even, like, under the cover at darkness. He does it at, like, 3.33 in the afternoon. Like, it's light as fuck out.
2: (laughs) Well, no, because, well, eventually it's dark. By the time he finishes, it's dark because the cops come by in their car and shine their light around. And even though there's a headstone with a fucking jacket draped over it. They don't notice that and just keep on going.
0: Random car sitting next to the cemetery.
2: Yeah. It was just cold.
0: Yeah, I didn't want that headstone getting cold.
2: It was chilly.
0: And off to the uh, Micmac burial ground we go. Micmac. Micmac paddywhack.
2: Some kind of ghost monster
0: screams at him from a rock pile. It's the Wendigo. and as all this is going on, Ellie has been having reoccurring dreams of a somewhat prophetic nature. Smelly, Ellie. Where stuff's gonna happen, bad things. Pascal. Paz-cow? Pascal's telling Paz-cow. her to, to look out. And so, then
2: uh, Tasha Yar realizes that she's talking about Pascal, the the guy that uh that uh, time tracks had die on his table, yeah, and decides to head back to uh, Boston as from, soon as possible from Maine. Boston. From Boston, another
0: in Chicago. Yeah, to Maine.
2: Boston, yeah.
0: Chicago, and a uh, old Pascal helps out. He uh, holds doors and psychically convinces rental car. Attendance to help out.
2: Yeah, because they wanted, they didn't want to rent out that Ares K with a scratch down the side of it.
0: <laughs> yeah, shout out to the Chrysler and the K platform. What, what?
2: Okay, yeah, because I had no idea what an Ares K was.
0: I also didn't know what an Ares K was. Uh, it's real similar to like a Reliant, I think. Same platform. I know what a Reliant is. That's one of my favorite, that's one of my
2: favorite Starfleet ships.
1: Isn't that a Plymouth
0: Reliant? Yes. Well, they are Chrysler Plymouth, so yeah. yeah. Same platform, though. Just a different trim model.
1: You're a different trim
0: model. (laughs) You said trim. (laughs) (laughs) You said
2: model about Chris. And he models his trim. (laughs) Strange. Strange.
0: So, uh... It's an arrow. The gauge comes back the very next day. He thought it was a goner. Hey, you did it, buddy. I did do it. What do you think, Electric Brett? Boop,
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I wish you could just insert, like, the modem,
0: like, handshake noise. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, uh... Gage comes back and uh, rifles through the doctor's bag, and pulls out like this scalpel that's like in this box
2: and felt like it's like the fucking holy grail. (laughs) It's always sterile. Yeah, because felt is always sterile.
0: Most sterile. It's super felt. Yeah. And uh, he heads over to Judd's house. Rick James. It's Rick James brand Superfelt. Yeah, see?
1: That's the one that it is. Not what Chris said.
0: And uh Jeff and wakes the, up from the porch drunk. Did, yep. Because he's
2: apparently sleep drank a whole six-pack of Budweiser.
0: I mean, I don't how been many there. times I've done that. <laughs>
2: I mean, I've drank a six-pack and then fallen asleep, but never drank a six-pack while asleep.
0: Yeah, I'm always concerned because I don't buy Budweiser generally, so when I wake up with an empty Budweiser six-pack, I'm like, hmm.
1: What the hell have hmm. I been up to?
0: <laughs> Mags is just secretly fucking with you. I'm curious to her. She's <laughs> gaslighting me on a high school level already. Yeah, a 10th grade level. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, Judd hears Here's uh, a ruckus. Could you uh, describe the ruckus? The ruckus? And uh, decides that it's just I church, but then he hears Gage giggle, which is one of those what? like iconic unsettling noises.
2: Yeah, like even think about it, like gives me goosebumps. It's
0: good. Yeah, and I like, don't a know. A little
2: patter of feet like run across the floor. Yeah, I don't know how they did
0: that in post, but it's real weird. Yeah. And uh, he's being real nice, you know? He's like, hey, Gage, come on out. I got something for you. My case knife. Yeah. And, of course, Gage gives him the classic uh, Achilles tendon swipe.
2: Oh, it's not even like a swipe. It's like a saw. He like cuts into that like way deeper than I remembered. I was like, oh, shit. Because like I just kind of remembered him like whoosh, like just one little nick across the back, you know. No, he like cuts oh, into that and then like digs in. I'm like, oh, oh,
0: he really, he really gives it hell. Then he uh, bites off his th- throat.
2: His Adam's apple.
0: Yeah. Delicious Adam's apple. Mm hmm. Meanwhile, Tasha Yar is heading home. She has some car trouble. Hitchhikes from a guy in a semi. Yeah,
2: who uh, is, doesn't try to rape her, which is awesome.
0: Yeah. Even says, I so hope your problems get worked her, out, lady.
2: But then Pascal's like, Well, I've done all I can. It's all up to you now. Yep.
0: Time for me to be a poorly composited special effect. <laughs> yep. <Yeah. laughs>
1: Poor pecs, cow. Mm.
0: And I'm just thinking, they could have just fucking stuck the guy in a goddamn car. Like, that no. would have been so much better <laughs> than the <than a> weird <laughs> composite no. shot, but whatever. They need to have him
2: disappear. I guess. Because if he doesn't disappear, you don't know he's a ghost. Yeah, dog.
0: Oh, that's true. I forgot how many people with a face like ground beef I see walking around in weird
1: shorts. (laughs) Well, you live in Lebanon. I live in Middletown, so you don't know. You don't know nothing about anything.
0: Noted. (laughs) So, uh, she gets out. She hears, uh, something from Judd's house. She hears
2: Zelda, her sister, who we have not mentioned up to this point. Yeah, Zelda's her sister. Spinal meningitis creeps her out. I accidentally choked her to death with food. Yeah.
0: So with she like, heads to
2: investigate. The weirdest face prosthetic I've seen ever.
0: The
1: the, the back prosthetic fucked with me when I was a kid.
0: So she uh she and heads to judge. Does. Judd gets, uh she finds Judd, who is Judd. actually, well, first she sees Zelda.
2: Yeah, and that bit, like, the way Zelda moves in that scene is fucking, like, uncanny valley creepy. I was like, oh, that she's not moving like a person moves. Ah. And then Zelda's yeah, it was,
1: replaced. It was 89.
2: And then Zelda's replaced by Gage in his little, like, like cat taming outfit, the same outfit that painting had, which I never hey, noticed before. Cat, cat tamer. Yeah, I, I never that either. And then, uh, and then he's like, "I want to play with you, mommy." only yep. and creepy.
0: And apparently, play with you means stab you repeatedly with a scalpel,
2: and then hang you uh, in the attic.
0: Yeah, kid's got some serious core strength. Yep. So uh, Dr. Dad wakes up the next day, sees a bunch of footprints, and he's like, oh, it worked. Phone rings, and it's father-in-law asking if uh, Tasha made it home okay. Yeah. I do like how he falls out of the bed and, like, whacks
2: his head on the corner of the nightstand and then doesn't, like, react about that at all, but then worries about his pillow and shit. And I'm like... Dude, you just, like, went face first in the corner of a nightstand. Like, you should be bleeding. <laughs> yeah, prioritize, man. <laughs> oh, no, my linens. Yeah. He did bust his skull pretty hard. Yeah. <laughs> I thought the guy, like, actually, the actor had actually injured himself when he did it. Like, I was like, that didn't look like he meant to do that.
1: <laughs> I did that when I was a kid. I it. My mom tells me when I was, like, 15 or 16. And I was like, when I was 15 or 16, I was like six foot three, 250 pounds. And I rolled out of bed and apparently caught my nightstand chin first. And (laughs) heard my big ass thump on the floor and came running upstairs. She said I talked a bunch of gibberish (laughs) and just went back to sleep. And I woke up the next day and I had a massive fucking knot on my lip and was really confused as to what the fuck happened. (laughs) <laughs> then my mom explained to me that I rolled out of bed and pet cemeteried my face off the nightstand.
2: <laughs> but then she just let you go back to sleep?
1: Yeah. I guess. Dude, it was the 90s meme. <laughs> I mean,
2: don't Dude. worry about concussions or anything. <laughs> nah, I slept good.
0: Yeah, yeah probably. <laughs> Nothing like light head trauma to get you to go back to sleep. <laughs>
1: Okay, so I, like grazed my jaw. I guess is a better way to say it.
2: But you still talked a bunch of gibberish, gibberish, and then like, fell asleep. <laughs> Pretty sure that's that. a bad sign. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so anyway, he gets uh, the dad, the father-in-law is like, "Well, now I'm sorry, I, I punched know, you. I... Sorry, I punched you at the funeral. Also, is my daughter there?"
0: Yeah, but he's, she, he's like, nah, nah, she's sleeping. Yeah, yeah, that's the ticket. She's tripping, fam. And then hey, he yeah, hangs go- up on her, on the father in law. It's like, oh, go, hang- we'll,
2: go wake her up so I can talk to her. And he's like, eh, hang up.
0: Yeah. And he heads over to old Judd's house. Judd the stud. Jed the stud. Sees his wife's, uh, handbag sitting on the porch yep the whole house turns into some kind of creepy dilapidated nonsense for a while a minute i
2: i I like going in how he lures uh church out with a steak and then injects him with like i don't know sodium pentothal or something
1: i like the church is able to take big bites out of a raw steak oh church
2: doesn't fuck around
1: I guess, you know, I've only had regular cats. I've never had brought-back-to-life cats, so maybe they can bite through a steak faster, but I'm pretty sure cats that I've had wouldn't be able to just tear through a a raw steak like
2: that. My dog would have that down in about three bites.
1: Well, yeah, but that's a a large dog. Especially (laughs) versus my cat that weighs about five and a half pounds.
2: Yeah.
0: They're but... The doctor that, tests his theory Aren't that you can kill him. are you complain about
1: that, Christian? not that cat eat that raw steak wrong?
0: I don't know. I never tried to feed a cat a pound steak before. I have no idea.
1: <laughs> so what, you shot a nail gun at people before then, I guess?
0: No comment.
2: <laughs> I didn't think you would. You go ahead with your book. In case the authorities are listening,
0: no comment. So, uh... Turns out the doctor's plan of murdering dead things would work totally fine. Except. Except the house turns into a weird creepy house when he goes in it.
2: Yep. Oh, and did anyone else notice that window turned like 90 degrees at, on the stairwell at, at Jed's house? No. Uh no. the window was just fucking every time I saw it'd be like that window is just fucking weird. So,
0: he, uh, so, if
1: it weren't your nightmare disaster, though. Yeah. I like the post Gage apocalypse house.
0: Yeah, but I guess that was all just part of the little prank Gage was pulling. Yeah. Because he wants to play with his dad.
1: Mm mm-hmm. hmm. Trickster. He was playing a game. Yeah.
2: And he drops the mom out of the uh, the attic. Yeah, and totally
0: isn't like a doll. It was.
1: How does toddler Gage hang his mother from the rafters of the attic? Oh, he had Zelda's help. Oh, okay, but well, that's almost an answer better than Chris has.
0: <laughs> so, uh, yeah, there's the dead dead wife scare out of the attic. Mm-hmm. Gage jumps down, attacks him, and yep, is totally and a real child. Yes, one hundred percent real <laughs> child.
1: So when they throw that baby doll,
0: not real child, obviously. Real child,
1: yeah. yeah I'm so know. sorry. They throw that real child.
0: They uh, they struggle for a minute. He manages and, to gain the upper hand on the three-year-old, amazingly, <laughs> and he uh gives him the shot in the neck. To which uh, Gage
2: responds, no fair. Yeah, and does like an amazing job, like slumping down and dying for a fucking like two and a half year old. Yeah. Best
0: this,
1: this child dying scene I've ever seen.
0: Yeah. And uh, he goes and grabs the uh, gas can, douses the house in gas, and lights the whole thing up. Light it up, up, up. But not before grabbing the wife. Because turns out, here's here's what the problem was. Gage was dead for too long. Yes. But she's nice and fresh dead, so she'll come back all fine. Yeah, because there's... <laughs> Ten minutes, probably.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's just funny because like, there's no indication. It's just, he's just, I can't lose my wife, so I'm going to do this, and they're going to make up an excuse to do it with.
0: Yeah, and Pascal's like, hey, hey, no, no, not that. That's the exact opposite message I was trying to convey. I don't know how we got this mixed up guy. Yeah. And he's just like, I'm going to walk through
2: you because you're a ghost and fuck you.
0: Yeah.
2: Mezcal was tripping. Barry's the wife. Tripping on Mezcal? Yes.
1: I hope so. Yeah. All that pepper. (laughs) Get you
0: high as fuck. Too
1: spicy for the pepper.
0: And uh, So Dr. Dad sits down to a nice game of Alarm Clock Solitaire a game we've all played Yep. and uh, Tasha shows back up uh, missing an eye and a shoe she's very drippy
2: She starts leaking a lot of stuff out of her eye spark It's because she was very excited to see him
0: Gross
1: that's how women show their emotions. They leak out of their eye spot.
0: <laughs> and she uh, <laughs> makes out with them while grabbing a knife. Yeah. And then the Ramones they sink scream. cemetery. Because the Ramones do not want to be buried in
2: a pet cemetery. Fair man. enough. Hey. And that's that. The end.
0: Pet Scimitary. Oh, hot later. Yeah. Yes. What do you think of this movie?
1: Pet Scimitary? Circa 1989? Is that the movie?
0: That's the movie.
1: I like it. It's one of the first horror movies I remember watching as a kid. And it's still held up. It's uh, Dr. Dad's pretty good in it. He does make some kind of silly faces that make you laugh, but other than that, he's pretty good. Uh, Judd is awesome, Gage is terrifying, Ellie plays the shitty little sister very well. Uh, the Pascal stuff is pretty great. Zelda is terrifying, she's freaked me out a little bit when I was a kid. I think Zelda freaked a lot of people out when they were kids.
2: Yeah.
1: But that back prosthetic, that just, that fucked with me real bad because that wasn't, I knew that that wasn't right at all. And that just, I don't know, that's just always fucked with me. And it's just a, a great little horror movie. You know, it came out in 1989 and it just didn't, blew people's minds We didn't have anything like that. So I say it's a it's a go. It's definitely it's one of the better Stephen King movies. Uh, Stephen King adaptations have whatever the fuck you want to call it. So I say it is lit all the way up.
2: It's on fire.
1: Yes, to fire.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: What do you think, stink dick? Oh, that's me. Uh, I, yeah, because you could ever act like it fucking isn't
0: Okay <laughs>
1: Stank dick, I'm sorry
0: Yeah, I like this one better than the, the remake I think it holds up better It's Way more subtle <laughs> It holds up better than the remake The remake came
1: out last year It only <laughs> had to fucking hold up,
0: Chris Well, That should just tell you how poorly it did
1: I suppose, okay, it was just, shut up! Now I feel
0: stupid. More so. Yeah, this movie's way more subtle. The the side plot stuff with, like, uh, Pascal and Zelda, the supernatural stuff just works better because it actually seems like, you know, it was written into the story instead of there was a checklist on a whiteboard somewhere Where they're like, now we gotta put Pascal in here even though it doesn't really make sense in this new one, guys.
2: Oh, we forgot about Missy hanging herself. Oh yeah, cancer stomach lady.
0: Yeah, she hung herself. That happened.
2: With a little note pinned to herself that said, I'm pretty sure I have the cancer and it's not gonna go away, so I'm ending it now.
0: If only she had a doctor she could have talked to.
2: Yeah.
0: If
1: she only had a doctor husband.
0: But I I think this is a better movie overall. Some of the stuff didn't age super great. Some of the effects were pretty bad. But that just it somehow makes it more uh, charming. You just
2: Bet we're old people and we like old stuff. Oh man, the, the credits though, like just like that toaster video toaster credits were amazing. Yeah.
0: But it it just feels like uh Feels like this was a way more. Uh, they wanted to tell this story. They wanted to make this movie feel sincere in a way that the newer one doesn't. The newer one was just like, hey, I bet we can get people to come watch this because it's called Pet Cemetery. Instead of like, hey, we want to bring this story about a guy and the lengths he's willing to go to. It's just it's made way more clear in this movie that the pet cemetery is a bad move, bad idea, nothing good happens. Are you saying that sometimes
2: dead is better, Chris?
0: Yeah, I'll say it at least 3 times oh, in a 2 minute enough. scene.
2: <laughs> Mama always said dead is better.
0: <laughs> but if you're going to watch one or the other, I would say go with the original. It it's just creepier. It's it's just a it's a more interesting movie overall. I say. You're creepier. What do you say, Troy?
2: Um, I I like this movie. I like it better, I think, than the the new version. Uh, yeah, like fucking that that Miko Hughes playing Gage is just for a two and a half year old. How they got him to be as creepy as he was was amazing. Um, and i like (laughs) do with the age it's terrifying yeah i also like that in typical stephen king fashion that this movie is about a battle between some kind of primordial battle between good and evil and you know judd kind of had a sense of that when he was like oh you know it killed your kid just so that you know it could get you to raise more you know throw put it in the in the burial ground as well and But then Pascal was like fighting on the side of good to try to prevent it from happening. And I always, I'm always a sucker for that kind of story, like the you know the primordial battle between good and evil. A story about that I'm probably gonna like. Um, I felt like the remake had was trying to make some kind of social commentary. I don't know that it did it very well because I still haven't figured out what that social commentary is supposed to be. I do kind of like the idea at the end of the remake of like Ellie kind of creating her own like, burial ground family to be like her as opposed to uh, the, you know, time tracks bringing back Tasha Yar at the end of the first one, the original version. Um, I still wish someone would just say like, no, like, if you bury someone, they come back wrong and just have the dad be like, sometimes wrong is better than not at all. And then you could say, well, no, but sometimes dead is better. But Sometimes drawing better I don't know i just I just want someone to like have that philosophical argument, I guess, even though the movie I guess kind of settles it by the end either way, but I don't know, like I still think the original version's better um but I think there are some redeeming qualities to the remake, but yeah, if I had to choose between these two hundred percent would watch the original again. And mm-hmm. I know, and I know since we didn't talk about this beforehand that Chris doesn't know that we're gonna watch it chapter two next week.
0: I didn't know that I was trying to figure it out.
2: yeah, I think it's available on HBO right now, so I'll just I'll watch it through that, which I think right now hBO <laughs> I think HBO now is free due to the the pandemic, so you could probably watch it there. Um, yeah. But,
0: Yeah. So what if people want to say how much better Robot Brett is than regular Brett How would they do that
1: Well okay let's get our Fucking back straight first It's Hot Lena Uh And it's Electro Brett And Electro Brett is all (coughs) But I'm all You can find us on the Facebooks Because we're a slaughterhouse princess You can find us on MySpace A while ago or on Twitter, something about Slaughterhouse Princess. You can email us at SlaughterhousePrincessPodcast at com. You can find out about all this mess at SlaughterhousePrincess.com. And by all this mess, of course, I mean Stitcher and iTunes and YouTube and Google Play and iHeartRadio and Spotify. You can scream at your, Alexis! Give a shit or your Google Home Assistant or whatever you want to scream at. <laughs> and uh,
2: Random people in the street.
1: Yeah, random people on the street. Just scream Slaughterhouse Prentice at them. <laughs> if they're cool, they'll know. Just if they're them. not cool, you know they're lying.
2: If you're not cool, you'll be arrested. <laughs> yep.
1: For Ash Whoopin's.
0: com. To come back Is for eight, right? chapter two.
2: And uh, while other podcasts think about movies, we'll drink about movies alone. Bye! Oh, there she goes again.